Hey everybody, this is episode 5 of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. This episode was originally recorded live on December 16th, 2013. Joe flies solo on this episode as I get caught up in a sinking cruise liner. Uh, he rambles on about all of the MMO goodness you can get covering the Elder Scrolls online release date, a landmark EverQuest livestream, and layoffs from the World of Darkness team. As always, Joe talks about the games burning up his PCs and consoles this week and what he's got his eyes on for next week. That and more on this episode of Whippin'. evening gamers and welcome to another episode of what i'm playing now we are on episode five and tonight it is only me joe Luzzi. um my co-host greg martin could not be with me this evening so i am going to be flying solo in probably the four years that i've been doing podcasts this is probably going to be i think um, from what I can recall, the first podcast I have done by myself. So this should be an interesting show. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sit here and talk for an hour. God, I hope not because I do have to work in the morning. Um, so we're going to go through some news stories like we normally do, go through what I've been playing now, um, what I want to play, uh, and we will then see if I can come up with anything else to kind of just bullshit about. So we can be found at what I'm playing now at gmail.com. So if there are any questions, comments, or anything for us that you have, send us an email. We'll be more than happy to talk about it on the show. Follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Um, drop the G. Um, always have to say that um, we have to drop the G mainly because Twitter does not allow us to have that many characters in a name. So that kind of sucked when I created it, but we had to make it work. So um facebook what i'm playing now we're still working on that page um this week's been kind of crazy greg is currently quite busy with work he's working on um some apps um because he not only does some some work he's also does some development work on the side uh so he's quite busy with that i have a sick dog at home currently so pretty much all of the work that i wanted to do on the website this past week has pretty much been put on hold um i have had a chance to play some games this week mainly with a sick dog sitting next to me so it's been quite interesting so let's get on to some news stories though that I wanted to chat about real quick. Elder Scrolls Online release date has been announced. Um, looks like the Elder Scrolls Online will be coming to PC and Mac in April of 2014. 
And it should also be coming to the Xbox One and PlayStation 4, not until June of 2014, though. So this is one MMO that I'm really, really looking forward to. I am a huge MMO fan for those new listeners uh, that are listening to us. I've been playing MMOs probably for the past 13 years. I really love role-playing games. Really just enjoy that whole genre and am really, really looking forward to The Elder Scrolls Online. I was really, really stoked when um, Bethesda actually released uh, the date for this one. And I I really can't wait to play this. I'm really, really torn, though on what I want to play this on. I'm not too sure if I want to play this on my PC because I do have a fairly fairly powerful PC. So my PC should be able to handle it. I know next year the one thing I want to do is probably upgrade my video card. I'd like to get probably one of the new 8 series when those cards comes out from NVIDIA. I've been using NVIDIA cards for quite a while. I used to be an ATI fan back in the day, now AMD. And then I switched over to NVIDIA. And I really think NVIDIA is putting out some good cards, hoping they put out um, some a good 800 series next year is what I'd like to maybe pick up. So we will have to see. I know my PC should more than handle this game, but I also have a PlayStation 4, so I am extremely torn on what I actually want to play this on. I'm not too sure how this game is going to play. I don't know if it will actually play better maybe on the console with a controller or if it'll just be a normal MMO and probably play better with a keyboard and mouse. So I guess only time will tell for this one. And maybe once the beta opens up and they get an open beta and people can start talking about things, we will be able to find more things out. But I, like I said, I was kind of stoked when they actually announced the release date for this one. So definitely going to be keeping more of an eye on this game. And we will probably be talking about this much, much more in future episodes. Next game that I'll talk about in the news is last week I actually watched a live stream for EverQuest Landmark. EverQuest Landmark is going to be the game that's released before EQ Next. Uh, EverQuest is one of the MMOs that I never really got into. I have played it. Um, I played EQ2 and the original EverQuest. Wasn't real huge fans of either of them. Uh, Both of them are good MMOs. I know that they still have a following and they're still around. And you could almost say EverQuest is one of the granddaddies of MMOs, probably next to Ultima Online, uh, which was out a little bit before it. Uh, But EQ Next actually looks really, really good. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with um, EverQuest Landmark, EverQuest Landmark looks like it's going to be released before EQ Next, and it will contain a lot of stuff that you can do. It kind of looks like a mashup of a really, really great looking um minecraft along maybe with some terraria in there although terraria is more 2d so i don't know i guess the role-playing aspect from terraria is what i'm seeing is going to be in some of the possible um everquest part of that but the the landmark live stream was actually really cool i know they've put out a bunch of different roundtables for the game they've done a couple of these live streams and this was the first live stream that i've actually was able to watch and I actually watched it live and it was, was really cool. I was really, really, I was really impressed with um, what I saw. I thought it was, it was pretty cool. A lot of the different things that they showed in regards to mining and actually doing some of the crafting was, was interesting. 
they actually were discussing how when you find a vein, the vein can actually, the vein of a particular ore can actually go down in the ground and that the world actually does heal itself. So if you find a gold vein, somebody else coming by later on, um, that gold vein may rebuild itself and it may be another gold vein or it may just go back into normal ground or normal earth. So it's going to be interesting to see how how that actually works out. They say that you can't uh, become trapped or kill yourself uh, when the when the world um, heals itself. So if you were to dig deep down into a cavern and let your character stand there for a while, the world may start healing itself and start build rebuilding around you, but it will never kill you and you'll be able to actually always dig your way out, which I thought was really interesting. It looked like they were just showing some early alpha stuff, especially when you were you were doing some mining and the the different particles and, and the different pieces of the of the ore were kind of floating around. Looks like look look like kind of little sacks of ore that your character would then kind of just collect all up together. But it but it did look really cool and landmark was something I didn't know if I was going to be interested or not. But after watching this live stream, it kind of did really pique my interest and I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. And they actually have a founders page out there on the on the website that you can actually get into early early alpha or possibly beta, I think it is. I think it's alpha actually. And, uh, but you do have to pay for it. It's a price, so it's not free. But uh, that's something that I was kind of maybe thinking about picking up. I think you can, I think they're not starting it until next February is what I had read. So that will be something that's kind of interesting to see how how that comes about. Uh, EQ next, to, probably next to the Elder Scrolls Online is probably the, the, the two MMOs that I'm really looking forward to uh, coming up here in 2014. So it's kind of going to be a busy MMO year. Uh, this year for me, for MMOs, the only thing I really kind of have been sticking with was uh, Ashron's Call, which I've been playing since its inception. I did, I did take a couple of year break from that game and and have always gone back to it as kind of like my default game whenever I'm bored with everything else. Uh, but right now, right now I'm kind of in a lull and taking a, taking a little break from the game. I still log in, do all my weekly stuff. And there is some Christmas, Christmas stuff events that I actually do want to log in and chat with some people on and, and do some of the Christmas events on. They still do monthly updates to the game, which after I think it's 13 years now is still quite amazing to me that they, that they're actually able to pull off monthly things and monthly updates and just bring new content to the game, which is amazing. I, I really wish all MMOs would be like that. And that's one of the reasons why I think I've always stuck with Ashron's Call as kind of like my de facto MMO game to play over the years. So first two stories were about MMOs. And you know what? Our third one is as well. Uh, CCP, the people who make um, EVE Online, uh, they have an MMO that's in the work and it's one that I'm interested in. It is called World of Darkness. They had laid off 15 people that were working on the World of Darkness MMO. And I really haven't heard too much about this this game lately. Uh, it kind of shocks me to hear that they're laying 15 people off, and really a lot of news hasn't been been put out there about the game. So I'm not too sure if that's good or bad. From what I hear, Eve is still going pretty strong. I know several people who do play it; they really like the game. That is one that I have never tried. It just I I do like 
space games, but this one just seems like it's just going to take way too much of my time, probably more than any other MMO out there. And I hear it's really, really spreadsheet heavy. So not really too sure I'm into that. So those are the three news stories that I picked out for the week. And so we're going to jump ahead to what I'm playing now. So since I, like I said at the top of the show, since I've been um, home this week and between work and playing and kind of taking care of a sick dog, I haven't had a whole hell of a lot of time to game, but I have, have gotten in a few things here or there while I've been sitting in the rocking chair this week. So one of the first things that I've been playing is more Assassin's Creed 4. Last episode, I talked quite a bit about how much I was really enjoying playing a pirate and how how good this game was as opposed to the, the first game. I had only played the first Assassin's Creed 4. I hadn't played any of the other ones, um, but I was really, really enjoying and I really am enjoying the fourth one so far. So... This is one that I've continued playing quite a bit. The storyline continues to get good and is just getting better the more I stick with it. The ship battles are amazing. I'm enjoying just sailing around and just destroying other ships. I'm trying to max out all the cannons on my ship as well as the armor and just try to collect as much stuff as possible. I'm also playing with a companion app on my Android phone and enjoying the mini game that they have on there in regards to a lot of the different trading and stuff you can do with ships that you actually defeat in the game. And then you can send them over to Kenway's fleet, which is the mini game that you can play and actually earn more money. And it does help every little bit of coin helps in that game. And you, you can't go wrong when you're out there with pi- doing some piracy stuff. So uh, the other game that I was playing this week is Peggle. I had, I have a Kindle Fire and I usually, if, if this is something you haven't done, you can do this on any Android device. I don't, I don't think it's iOS. I think it's pretty much just Android stuff. Uh, Android or Amazon gives away free app of the day. So if you have the Android app store installed on your Android device, it basically is the default app store on the Kindle Fire unless you want to root the device, which I had rooted my Kindle Fire originally, but with all the updates that comes out for it, it's just a pain in the butt to root it every single time. So I just rooted it the once, just wanted to see if I could do it or not and was successful. Uh, but, uh, But the Amazon app store, the free app of the day, it's not always a game. There's sometimes kids apps on there, um, like learning apps, sometimes games, sometimes really odd stuff, especially for a Kindle Fire. I think I've seen like music metronomes on there before, uh, clock apps and different things that I probably would never even think to use my Kindle Fire for. So um, one of the games I had downloaded a long time ago and got for free was Peggle. And when I had seen that Peggle 2 was released last week i was like what the hell let's download let's re-download the old version of peggle the one day when i was sitting there and i started playing it and over the course of a couple of days before i knew it i finished all 10 levels and well was into the last five levels or the five scenes i guess you could say into the mastery level so i finished those five and i am replaying now through as a peggle master and this is one of the 
few actual games on the Kindle Fire that I could probably say that I've downloaded from the Amazon App Store and actually finished. If you want to call playing through the game once and becoming a Pego Master finishing it, it looks like there's two other levels that I can achieve beyond that. Don't know if I'm going to have the desire to go much beyond where I'm at with it right now, but it was it was kind of fun just to sit there and screw around and just play with that. And when I played it originally, I think I got partially through maybe the second or third third level and kind of just got bored with it and was just frustrated. And this time, for some reason, I really didn't have a problem. There was no frustration. I kind of was just flying through all the levels and and just really just kind of having a pretty good time with with the free app. So when I sit there and look at my Kindle Fire, I I wish it had actually more memory to it because there are so many games and so many different apps that I've gotten for free on the Amazon App Store that uh, I really, I, I'm always needing to uninstall something before I re-download something new. So I really have to kind of pay attention to what I'm playing. I kind of have to pay attention to what my wife's playing too because there's a lot of times I download an app and she gets kind of addicted to it. And then if I delete it, I get yelled at. So it's something that I really kind of wish that uh, the Kindle Fire actually had a little bit more memory. I'm hoping that Google actually releases a new Nexus 10 tablet because I'd like to maybe just pawn off my Kindle Fire to my wife and maybe get a new Nexus 10 whenever they release one of those. But Google hasn't announced anything like that, so I'm kind of still waiting for that. I know the Nexus 7 is a really, really good tablet. I've heard a lot of good things about it. The Nexus 10 is probably a little over a year old, if I recall about right now. So I'm... Um, kind of like to maybe see a newer version come out before I actually pick pick one up and I I'd kind of like to get a 10 inch tablet this time over over the smaller 7 inch because the the 10 inch screen is I think just a little bit better we picked up a new iPad for my mom for her birthday about a month ago and in using that I really um, I, 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 I enjoy and I kind of like that larger 10 inch screen I think that extra real estate that it gives you is definitely worth it especially for a, a tablet that you want to play some different games on and just do do a lot of stuff on. The Kindle Fire we picked up, my wife and I did when they first came out, kind of like as a little anniversary gift to each other. We were looking at a couple of different tablets. We kind of just wanted to get one just to see what it was like. We hadn't really used one before. We I, we all, we both had smartphones, so we thought maybe just getting a Kindle Fire would be neat. And it's kind of definitely filled, uh, filled the gap there for a while, but I, it's time that I maybe step up to the bigger boy tablets now and, and get, get a 10 inch one. So, um, but those are the two things that I've pretty much played this week, AC four and Peggle on the Kindle fire, odd fucking combination of games to be playing during the week. But today is actually the first day I'm sitting up here in front of my computer. And this is probably the first time I've actually turned my computer on in probably about a week now. So, uh, but those are the two things that I've been playing and part of what I want to play now goes back to some of the news stories and also what I've played. So one of the first things I want to talk about in what I want to play now is Watch Dogs. And this may be a little spoiler for those of you who are working through Assassin's Creed 4 right now. I've been reading a lot of the different pieces of lore that you pick up within Assassin's Creed 4. And a lot of the stuff you're getting from the Abstergo Entertainment and Entertainment Company. And it really seems like there's a lot of reference over to 
CTOS and some of the things that are discussed in watchdogs. So it's going to be kind of interesting um, when watchdogs comes out, what type of overlap there is between the Assassin's Creed series and what they're going to do in watchdogs. I'm really, really interested now in, in finding out where they're going with some of this lore and what's actually going to happen, especially since it seems like the, the company that you're working for in Assassin's Creed 4 is located in Chicago. And I know that's the setting for watchdogs. So it seems that there's going to be quite a bit of overlap. I don't know if I want to say quite a bit, but it seems like there's going to be some sort of overlap here, possibly with some lore and maybe some backstory and some things that are actually going on within the city of possibly watchdogs uh, that could relate to maybe what you've done in Assassin's Creed. So that, when I was kind of reading through the, through some of that stuff, it really kind of piqued my interest. And I, it kind of got me thinking that, you know, Watch Dogs is pretty cool. And I'm wondering if maybe this is why they actually delayed, delayed the game. They might have wanted to get Assassin's Creed 4 out there and get and get a lot of people playing that and slowly introduce some of the backstory and lore for this. And they probably didn't want to cannibalize watch or cannibalize Assassin's Creed too much, Assassin's Creed 4 too much. Because I know if Watch Dogs had come out as a launch day title on the PS4, I don't know if I would have picked Assassin's Creed 4 up. And I'm I'm kind of glad that they actually did postpone Watch Dogs now. A couple months ago when they actually announced the 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 delay for Watch Dogs, I was really pissed. And I I almost was about ready to cancel my PS4 pre-order because Watch Dogs was the only game I was kind of looking forward to playing on release date. I then kind of looked at what the rest of the schedule was. I knew consoles were going to probably be at a premium and be really tight to get. And it definitely seems that way from reading a lot of the posts on Google Plus and some of the stuff I'm seeing on Twitter. People are looking in different forums. People are looking for consoles out there. It seems in different parts of the country you might be able to find one maybe on a good day at a best buy or target or something if you're lucky i know amazon had some in stock i think they had i think sony had a lot of them maybe about twelve thousand last week or the week before but it seems like those sold out in about 30 minutes so i know the ps4 is really hard to get right now and i'm i'm really glad i didn't cancel my pre-order for the game for the console and i i picked up the games that i did and i'm extremely glad that i'm playing assassin's creed 4 because it is if i was to do a game of the year show which we aren't going to do here it probably would be my game of the year i think i'd have to say because it's it's something that has kept me involved with it it keeps it keeps me pulling pulling me back in every time i i put the controller down i just want to pick it back up and just continue playing it's it's a game that you just don't want to stop playing and once you're once you're deep into that story and you're deep into the character and you're deep into that world. It's, it's just a great damn time. So the other game that I'm kind of interested in now, especially after watching the live stream that I talked about in our news story is EverQuest landmark. This was something that 
I wasn't too sure if I was actually going to play, but actually after watching this live stream, I will probably be plopping down money for a Founders Edition and picking that up and definitely looking forward to playing this in February. It's, like I said, it's kind of a take on Minecraft. I was a huge Minecraft fan when it first came out. I played it with a couple of friends from work. I had a buddy that ran a server. We had a blast playing that game. I think Greg and I have talked about this before. One of our biggest gripes with Minecraft, though, was every time a new version was released, when it was one of the big versions, and you had to basically start a world anew if you wanted to experience all of the new things, I kind of just got tired of collecting the same items over and over again and building the same thing. And I, well, it was fun experiencing the new content that was coming out. It just felt like I was doing the same stuff over and over again. If there was something that I, and I haven't played the game lately, so maybe it has changed. Maybe when they come out with patches now and some updates, maybe you don't have to really restart a world like you had to early on uh, to experience everything. But this is kind of something that had always bummed me out. And just after doing finger mining and just planning out so many things and just collecting so much diamond and just getting so many different things in the game and building up a starting house and collecting so much stuff. And it, I just didn't want to keep doing that every couple of months just to experience a couple of new things in the game. So it's it's been a while since I've really dug my teeth back into Minecraft and I probably should just sit down and give it another good go. But in looking forward to EverQuest Landmark, it's kind of hard to go back to Minecraft when EverQuest Landmark looks the way it does. It looks like it actually has more than just the crafting to it. It looks like there might be a little bit of role-playing in it from, from what I've heard. I'm not 100% certain on that, but um, I'm, I'm interested in actually seeing what um, Sony is actually going to be doing with EverQuest Landmark and, and definitely going to be going back and watching more of the different live streams and the different roundtables and stuff that they're doing for EQ Next and uh, EverQuest Landmark. So that is pretty much the rundown of the show. So this is probably going to be one of the quickest shows that um, we've done. Uh, I don't have, like I said, I don't have a co-host this week, but I at least told myself when I started this thing, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to put out a show weekly, even if I have to do one myself. So this is the first podcast I've done by myself and it actually didn't hurt that bad. I think it was actually pretty good. Next time I'm going to actually try to get maybe more stories to talk about. And hopefully once my dog gets better, I'll actually be able to talk about a few more games that I'm playing rather than just the past couple that I've been playing the same games over the past couple of weeks. So I will end the show now with send us some email and let us know how we're doing. We're still working on the site. Uh, I'm hopefully going to be getting some forums here soon. I know Greg's been working on the, getting the RSS feed working so we can get all four of the past podcasts up there and we'll have this new one up there. We're probably going to be going to Libsyn as we've been having some trouble just getting it to work right out of the box running with Squarespace. So we're probably just going to host some files up on Libsyn and kind of link to link our RSS feeds that way. So we're probably going to be working on that this week. I'm going to try to get some forums going this week once I get get this puppy back to better health and everything. Um, follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Drop the G, please. And... Have a good week and keep on gaming and let us know what you're playing now. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a good one.